When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Good morning and welcome to Leading Off with True Blue LA. It is Thursday, October 13th, and we have a tied NLDS. It is one game apiece. The Padres uh, beat the Dodgers by an identical score to game one. Padres are on the winner's side 5-3 this time. It was a completely different game, not just for the out, uh, the result, but how it was played. Uh, in game one, it was more... Dodgers built a huge lead early. It looked like they were going to blow them out and then held on late. Um, in, in game two, it was much more of a back and forth uh, trading runs here and there. Lots of opportunities, lots of wasted opportunities, some great plays on defense, some poor plays on defense. Uh, and uh, just one of those where you sort of look back, I guess, especially for the losing team, in this case the Dodgers, where they're like, man, they, they had a lot of chances and didn't do anything, and that's you know the nature of baseball. So um, it's 1-1. Uh, going back to San Diego uh, for the uh, first time, uh, a playoff game in San Diego uh, since 2006. Crowd's going to be fired up, I'm sure. I'm sure there's uh, probably going to be some Dodger fans there. Maybe not, Probably not as much as a regular season game, but Dodgers fans travel well. There's Dodgers fans in San Diego, so it'll be interesting to see how, what that atmosphere is like. But, uh, yeah, let's talk about Game 2. So, uh, I guess the the big plays, there were so many. Um, I think just right off the bat, let's let's get into it here a little bit. Um, the, the Dodgers got you, Darvish, out of there. 
uh, with uh, no outs in the sixth. So he had completed six innings for 24 straight starts, like dating back to May. It was excellent. Um, so getting him out early was a, a huge boon, um, but at the same time, um, the Dodgers were trailing at that point. But they get two runners on to start the sixth off him. Uh, Will Smith singled. Max Muncy hit a ball over Juan Soto's head and right. Juan Soto executed a wonderful deke on the play that like looked like he might have caught it. The important part of the play uh, in terms of the uh, outcome is that he briefly like fooled Will Smith. So he wasn't Smith had to like hesitate before uh, uh, making it to third rather easily. But there it, you know maybe there was some part of him that thought it was going to get caught. But that hesitation, uh, in turn, uh, made Max Muncy not get to second on what should have been a double because it, it went over Soto's head and off the wall. Uh, Soto had put his glove up to like, like he was going to catch it and then quickly turned around to field it off the wall. Um, but yeah, so like Muncy should have been on second, but he said after the game, um, it wasn't like a like dogging it situation, uh, but he said uh, he was watching Smith and wasn't sure if he was going to get to third and he didn't want to get hung up between first and second. Honestly, makes that makes total sense, right? It, uh, it's still frustrating, right, that you have runners on the corners instead of second and third with nobody out, but it's still an excellent situation. But then, like, that was a huge inning. So Robert Suarez came in, struck out Justin Turner. That was one of the bigger uh, swings of the game uh, in terms of win probability. A bigger one was the next batter when Gavin Lux hit into a double play to end the inning. So they got zero runs out of that golden opportunity. Uh, and you know, like, obviously not going to play out the same way exactly, but um, the, you know, it's not a double play if Muncy's not on first. So, yeah, that that was frustrating. And then the next inning, there's another uh, situation where you have uh, first and third with one out. Uh, Trey Turner grounded out, hit it reasonably hard, but it was right at Manny Machado, who was able to uh, look back uh, Cody Bellinger to, oh, it was second and third, excuse me. Uh, he was able to look back um, Cody Bellinger to third base, and then Trey Turner uh, got thrown out. Uh, then they walked Freddie Freeman, then Will Smith flew out with the bases loaded. So Robert Suarez escaped two jams, one of his own doing. So that's a situation where Turner hits that ground ball any other place in the infield. That's a run, and it's a tie game. Obviously, different situation. Um, and then uh, another play <laughs> came a little later in the eighth inning. Uh, the Dodgers rallied again, um, and they had uh, Cody Bellinger do up with uh, runners on first and second, um, and they had brought in Josh Hader. So it's a left-hander. Uh, they were going to pinch hit, and at this point you're thinking the Dodgers on the bench have Chris Taylor, who was added to the roster and healthy, Miguel Vargas, who uh, Dave Roberts praised his hit tool, hit tool and his foot speed, and he would be could be used in a pinch hitting role. Obviously, he's like the the one of the best Dodgers hitting prospects there is. Um, and uh, Austin Barnes, they chose Austin Barnes. So my sort of takeaway from this is that Chris Taylor, who missed the last five games of the regular season with neck stiffness, uh, is still sort of not there. However, Dave Roberts, after the game, said Chris Taylor was healthy. Not only that, he's going to start in left field in Game 3, 
uh, he explained that he just liked the matchup uh, to go to Austin Barnes there. So this is what Dave Roberts had to say um, after the game in post-game comments. Um, Austin, I, I, I really like – Hater's tough on anyone, um, but I just felt that Austin's short swing, it's a flat path. Hater throws the four-seam ride fastball. Um, you know, CT's got a, a swing that's more uphill. And, um, you know, Austin's had success against Hater, so he's seen him more than – as much as anyone has. And he took two good, good swings. So, I don't know that, that that's not that ex- I mean, it's not a satisfying explanation. I guess you know the the Dodgers are in a rough spot. It's Hater, um, but to have like three right-handed batters and not one they're really comfortable with using, or it's just it's a bad situation, right? Like that that shouldn't have to be your choice there. Not to say Barnes hasn't had a good year; he has, but relative to potentially other. Uh, players, you would think Chris Taylor would be used. He wasn't, uh, but not that, not that Taylor's been any great shakes, especially the last like two months. But it was a rough situation all around, and it's not the only thing that cost them the game. The Dodgers threatened against everyone. They they homered three times off you, Darvish. Uh, it's only the third time in eleven career starts they've scored more than three off him. They had uh, after the third inning when they hit their third home run. Um, they didn't score. Uh, they had multiple runners on in four of the last six innings, and then they had a runner on scoring posi- in scoring position in the ninth, and they didn't score any any time. So it's one of those situations where, like, if you keep threatening, um, eventually those are going to come around. It doesn't make it any less maddening to watch when it doesn't, I guess. And you don't have the luxury of saying it's all going to even out in the postseason because you don't have time. You have to get it right now, and... Uh, that's sort of the nature of the beast right now. Um, the Dodgers haven't scored off the bullpen, the Padres bullpen, in two games. They're four for 32 against San Diego relievers. Um, so that's that's an issue. And you have two um, starters, the Dodgers, uh, I, I guess more so in Blake Snell in a sort of abbreviated setting, and Joe Musgrove has pitched really well. So that's a tough. it's going to be a tough matchup the next three games. We'll talk a little bit more about what to expect in San Diego uh, over the weekend, which is now at least uh, two more games in the series uh, after the break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, So the next two games of the NLDS uh, are at Petco Park in San Diego. They have an off day today. Those games are played uh, Friday and Saturday. It is uh, 5.37 p.m. Friday night, uh, 6.37 on Saturday. Saturday is a four-game day across the majors. It's both game threes in the American League. 
both game fours in the National League. The Braves and Phillies are also 1-1 heading to Philadelphia. So it should be a, a long, a long fun day of baseball. Now, on on Friday though, um, the Dodgers are going to start Tony Gonsolin. Uh, I thought they would go with Tyler Anderson. That seemed like the the choice, um, just given that he has has been consistent. He's built up. Uh, he he's um, been there like all year. He had he's he's pitched a, a, a decent amount. Uh, like in the last uh, few weeks, whereas Tony Gonsolin has pitched in one major league game since August 23rd. So we're talking, uh, Friday's going to be his second start in seven weeks. Um, now, there was also a minor league rehab start that was two innings. His major league start was two innings. He pitched in simulated situations, so maybe one or two of those in the interim uh, after the regular season ended. Dave Roberts said um, they liked his stuff. Um, so, and it, it wasn't like related to where they're at in the series, um, or anything like that. I don't know if it would, you know, implying that it wouldn't have been different if it was two O Dodgers or something. Now <clears throat> on its face, you, you can understand like just generally Tony Gonsolin is, I think, objectively better than Tyler Anderson, like generally. Uh, that said, Anderson has gotten amazing results this year, not to knock that, but I think it's fair to say Gonsolin is better than Anderson, but is what Gonsolin is right now better than what Anderson is right now? I don't know if that's the case. I mean, we're, we're going to find out. They seem to like the way he's throwing. Like they, It's not like they haven't been paying attention to what he's doing. They, they sort of know, um, you sort of trust the development staff and the, and the coaching staff to sort of know what they have. And they've seen him uh, in the in his one major league stint, and in his like uh, one or two simulated game situations. So if the ball's coming out, now you're probably you're almost certainly going to get a limited Gonsolin. Like I, I doubt he's going to go much more than four innings. I mean, maybe five if all goes well. Whereas Anderson, you can trust to go probably five, maybe six, uh, just given how the postseason plays out. And that's one of the issues, I guess, with the series why it's one one. The Dodgers had everything set up the way they wanted. Uh, Urias and Kershaw going 1-2. Both pitchers only lasted five innings. Gave up three runs. Uh, Urias' stress came in the fifth uh, after cruising in four innings in game one. Uh, on on uh, In game two on Wednesday, uh, Kershaw, he struggled early in the first and the third. They scored three runs off him. He escaped a couple of big jams um, and then actually retired the last nine after that. But the sort of damage had been done. So, yeah, they uh, it would have been nice, I think, to get uh, better outings. Now, you can certainly win with three runs over five innings, but you're you're asking a lot of the bullpen, even though, you know, they have a pretty good bullpen now. Uh, Bruzdar Gratterall gave up a run in the sixth that ended up being the, the sort of go-ahead uh, winning run, I guess, in a way. Um, it was also unearned because of an error by Trey Turner. Now, in fairness... It also could have been a much bigger inning, except for Bruce Gratterall himself made a fantastic play on a squeeze play, um, like diving at the ball or like, you know, lunging at the ball and then throwing home to get a Will Myers. And one of the better plays I've ever seen a pitcher make on a squeeze bunt um, to sort of nullify that run. And then Cody Bellinger saved two runs with a fantastic sort of, uh, his, he twisted and turned like all the way back to the wall. 
to make an over-the-shoulder catch. Just a wonderful catch uh, to Rob Austin Nola. So that inning could have been worse. And then Blake Trinan, uh, they're putting a lot of faith in guys that haven't pitched in a while. So uh, Blake Trinan was Trinan was in his first game in 37 days. He gave up a monster home run into the Loge in right field by Jake Cronenworth, who knew it right away. Everyone knew it. It was hit so hard. Um, and Trinan struggled. Now, not to say he's going to continue struggling, but there's going to be rust with these guys. So the Dodgers added Dustin May to the roster. Now, he will probably factor in in either uh, Gonsolin's start uh, in Game 3 or Anderson's start in Game 4. Um, they also have Andrew Heaney in a bulk setting. So, uh, But, you know, you, you don't really know exactly what you're getting in May because of the, the long layoff. But, um, yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty now. There's uncertainty in the fact that it's 1-1, and there, there's a chance the Dodgers don't even come back home uh, and play another home game because they could lose both and get have their season in, which would obviously be the worst-case scenario. I, I still think they're in decent shape uh, in the series. Like, getting through Blake Snell and Joe Musgrove is a tall order, but the Dodgers do have a very good offense, and if they... Uh, like especially with Blake Snell, if their sort of mo with him usually is is have a very hard time scoring runs, but uh, have him w- work his pitch count to where he doesn't last much more than five innings, if that, uh, and then sort of do your work on the bullpen. And they have yet to score on the bullpen, so it's not it's not always the best strategy. But you figure if they keep giving themselves opportunities, those should cash in. But then again, we thought that last year too, and it didn't work. So. Uh, I guess one positive uh, from game two, another one is, is Trey Turner, homered for the second straight day. Uh, so, you know, his postseason struggles have, have been well talked about uh, in, in his career, and so he's off to a really good start. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how things go on uh, Friday and Saturday. Uh, I think it's uh, likely to end up uh, coming back to um, Dodger Stadium for a game five, just given how things are going. But who knows? That's what baseball is. Uh, Enjoy the off day. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about what to think uh, this weekend on tomorrow's podcast. But uh, thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) 